got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey of the day. Charlemagne, you are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, November 3rd, goes to a pastor in Rhode Island named James Jackson. He was the pastor of St. Mary's Church in Providence, Rhode Island, and he is currently facing 21 years in prison if convicted on the charges he got arrested for. What did Pastor James Jackson do that got him facing 21 years? Let's go to WJAR NBC 10 for the report, please. A Catholic priest is out of jail on bond after his arrest over the weekend on child pornography charges. Father James Jackson is the pastor of St. Mary's Parish in Providence. Police say their investigation by the agency's Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force led them to St. Mary's. They had learned the Internet connection at the church was allegedly involved with sharing child porn. A search warrant was issued at the parish and rectory, and Father Jackson was identified as the owner of that digital media, say state police. Mm, 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 mm. Horrible. Uh, I was always told it's not a stereotype if it's true. And I've been on this planet 43 years. And if this was a game of family feud and Steve Harvey said, name a stereotype of a Catholic priest, pedophile would absolutely probably be the number one answer. Okay, child abuser would probably be number two unless they put pedophile and child abuser down as the same thing. I don't know. Okay. All right, I don't know, but my, my point is exercising the demons of negative stereotypes in the, in the Catholic Church will never happen when things like this continue to happen, okay? I remember some years ago, a letter in the New York Times uh, came out, and a former priest said they all have to stand together 
to prove they are making reforms every day. Now, I've heard Catholic priests say things like stand together to prove that they are making the reforms they say, and we are all humans, and we all make mistakes. True. But I don't care how much repentance you pray for and how much forgiveness you ask for. You still have to deal with the consequences of your actions, just like every other human on this planet. And furthermore, I've seen Catholic priests push back harder against the jokes that are made about them, you know, being pedophiles and then they have against the actual priests that are pedophiles, okay? You saw the NY Times report, you know, um, where they said we are all humans, we make mistakes, but then when someone like my guy Pete Davidson makes a joke about those mistakes, priests demand apologies. Let's listen, listen to what Pete said a couple years ago. Have you guys seen the R. Kelly documentary? Uh, yeah, Pete, I did. Okay, now before I continue, like, this guy is a monster, and uh, he should go to jail forever, but... If you support the Catholic Church, isn't that like the same thing as being an R. Kelly fan? <laughs> like, no, I don't really see the difference. Only like one's music is significantly better. A, a Catholic, Catholic leaders demanded an apology for that and called what Pete said alarming. Like, what's alarming about it? I think he asked a valid question. Now, is there nuance to that question? Sure. You can't say all of the Catholic Church since it's individual priests, but asking Pete to apologize for this a couple of years ago is deflecting from the actual issue, which is the sexual abuse by clergy on kids in the, the Catholic Church, okay? We can't act like this isn't happening. It hasn't been happening for years. And when you see situations like Pastor James Jackson in Rhode Island, you have to ask yourself, hmm, has the Catholic Church become organized around trauma? Let me explain. Sometimes you can get organized around trauma and you ignore all the terrible things that are going on around you just so you can keep yourself or whatever you're a part of moving. Matter of fact, my good brother, uh, Resma Minicum, he explained it to perfection on an episode of my late night talk show, The God's Honest Truth. Listen. We got organized around the trauma, right? So we had to override it in order to keep going. Right. So all of the brutality that was happening, all of the rape that was happening, all of the just degradation that was happening. We couldn't pay attention to that. We had to override it and keep moving. So over time, what happens is, is that people get organized around that and time decontextualizes trauma. So trauma in a person can look like personality over time. Ooh. Trauma in a family can look like family traits over time. Ooh. Trauma in a people can look like culture over time. Mm, trauma in a people can look like culture over time. You can scream that whole episode of The God's Honest Truth on Paramount Plus right now. Um, it's, it's episode four, by the way. But that's what it seems like is happening right now. Okay, the Catholic Church has to make sure that this trauma hasn't become culture over time. All right, it has to make sure it hasn't become culture to some members of the clergy. Because let's be clear, it's one thing to be a Catholic priest that's a pedophile. It's another to be using the church's Wi-Fi to be a Catholic priest that's a pedophile. Like, you were sending child porn via the church's internet connection? See, this is why Catholic priests are called father, because it's too suspicious for a child to call them daddy. All right, the Wi-Fi password is probably a Bible scripture or something with Jesus in it. And, you know, you had to type that in every time you wanted to indulge in your child porn fantasies. Ugh. It's going to come to a point where an exorcism isn't a priest getting the devil out of a person. It's going to be good priests using the script for God to come pull a pastor out of a child. Maybe, just maybe, we need to spell it out for priests and text they understand. Add an 11th commandment, thou shalt not fornicate with little kids, okay? I don't know how you fix this problem, but I do know this pastor in Rhode Island is not helping to eradicate any stereotypes, and he is not helping 
change the answer to this simple question. And that question is, what do you call a Catholic priest who molests children? That answer hasn't changed. It's simply a Catholic priest. Please give that pastor in Rhode Island named James Jackson the biggest he are. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Up next, Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.